A Woman's Soul Restored Podcast talks about rediscovering hope, happiness, and the things that can happen in life that can take away your essence. Latanya and her guests focus on the traumas that may have made you a victim and discuss measures that can be implemented to turn your negative into victory. Topics are discussed that are hard to hear but necessary for growth, vitality, and newness in life after a trauma. Latanya has a bachelor's degree in human services with a minor in psychology. She has been the founder and president of a local nonprofit for women for almost 20 years. She is an ordained minister, a published author of several books, and she has a love for helping people. Latanya's mission is to help women understand that trauma does not define who they are, just like it did not define who she was. Helping women be healed and restored from their past trauma, sharing the stories of women that have overcame their various trials, and bringing awareness of various issues that encompass women is a standard that the podcast has embraced for the past three years. Welcome to the A Woman's Soul Restored Podcast with Latanya Y. Hendry. Hello, this is LaTanya Hendry, and we are here with A Woman's Soul Restored. On a new day, our new podcast will be on Sundays now. The new release for new episodes will be on Sunday morning at 12.01 a.m. So I know it's an adjustment, so... um, Hopefully, we can get on track. I mean, it's still good on Wednesdays, but if you want to catch the episode when it's immediately released, Sundays are going to be the new day. So, here we are, getting ready to approach a brand new month. We are at the end of January, and this episode was recorded... Okay, let me backtrack. We're getting ready to approach the end of February entering March and this episode was actually recorded at the end of January with my guest April Mixon Jones elder April Mixon Jones and we were having such problems with the anchor app until I had to go to the wisdom app to do the actual interview but when I got ready to download that episode to the anchor app it just would not all kind of complications and things happened to keep that episode from being broadcast and i did do it on my social media but my platform is not so much of my social media it's more from you all the people that have made this podcast what it is so a woman's soul restored does have a few followers on social media but as i've stated before i thank god for season one and for being picked up by that um media outlet and they did my um marketing for me so a lot of what was done god put it in place had what he wanted to do done and when i left that platform and got to anchor the following followed me 
So I thank God for that. So I haven't still mastered marketing for the podcast, but it's doing what it does. And I am truly grateful for the people that come on and share their stories, for the emails that come on, and for all the love that is shown to a podcast that reflects the soul of a woman and what we go through and what we endure and how God restores us. So I thank you all for these three years. And I'm just in awe sometimes of when I read the emails and when I see the impact that the Woman Soul Restored podcast has. And that's nothing but through the grace of God. I take no credit for that because I didn't do anything. He just uses me as a willing vessel sometimes not so willing but most of the time willing but I am grateful for the breakthroughs that this podcast does to help women find and restore their souls so as I said this episode was done on um the end of January and I did it on my social media with the app that I had because I was able to download it on the some of the social media platforms. I think Facebook was the only one I was able to get it on, but as far as LinkedIn and um, Instagram and, um, oh, the other one. Anyway, I wasn't able to get them on those because I wasn't able to download that, that, that app. It wasn't downloadable on those sites. So... Some people did hear it. It, it. it didn't reach the reach that I know the regular podcast does. So now, today, it is able to do that. And just realizing that things happen for a reason. We don't understand all the time. But we know that God makes no mistakes. I am truly honored and grateful for just what, what God is doing in this season with not only my podcast but just what he's doing in general with the men and women of God and helping us to reach who we need to reach so at this time I am going to read her bio as she had sent it to me and then we'll do two quick breaks and then we'll go from there so My guest is a native of Queens, New York, that has resided in Savannah for many years now. She is a mother of two adult sons and grandmother to four girls and one boy. She strives to be an example to her children and grandchildren and to anyone that needs her. God has blessed her to be an ordained elder prophet, entrepreneur, food coordinator, teacher, instructor, proctor, intercessor, columnist, chat show host, motivator, true life analyst, and friend. She loves the Lord and knows and accepts that the Lord loves her. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. She encourages each of you to let the Lord be your shepherd, master, savior, boss, leader, and head of your lives. Trust him fully 
with all that is within you so that you can have now faith. So when we come back, we will be, um, you will hear the voice of Elder April Mixon Jones through the Wisdom app. And I think it is kind of clear for what we had to go through to get it. But I truly hope you enjoy the podcast. She is also talking about her talk show, chat chat show host. And it's every other Saturday on Facebook. So one will be coming up this Saturday. Um, today is Sunday, so it'll be coming up on Saturday. So if you're on Facebook, please connect with her. Um, interesting, interesting topics. Uh, she does it with her co-pastor, Pastor Jasmine, and I can't remember her last name. But truly, truly an um, and open woman of God. And together, they make the show what it is. God has blessed them to be able to do it. So when we come back, um, however you choose to listen to the podcast for this week, we're just going to chill out and we're just going to enjoy this new day, this Sunday's episode, and we're just going to do what we do. So be sure to come right back. Sisters Helping Sisters Social Organization for Women, Incorporated, is a faith-based community nonprofit located in historic, beautiful Savannah, Georgia, and has been serving the local area since April of 2003. The sisterhood has been built on trust, unity, growth, discovery, appreciation, and security, all embodied by faith which has helped the organization to stand the test of time and still be viable in the community. If you would like more information about the organization, please visit www.sistershelpingsisters28.com or send an inquiry email to sistershelpingsisters28 at yahoo.com. It's a great day to be in the sisterhood. So, hello, this is Latanya Henry with A Woman's Soul Restored. And today, today, we're going to be talking about the fear of success leading to disobedience. And I am waiting on my guest to come on so she can share her experience with this topic and tell us a little bit about herself and what she does and just in life living what she has experienced with fear of success leading to disobedience in her life. So before I think she's about to come on now. And it's counting down. Girl. To God to be the glory. <laughs> amen. Amen. So glad to have you. Um, and your wisdom that you are going to bring this evening. So I already did a little 
a little mini intro that you're going to be talking about fear of success leads to disobedience but before you get into that could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do sure um first i'm just so thankful and honored to be on here tonight with you and i am the full coordinator at greenbrier children's center um organization i cook for anywhere can you hear me yes Oh, okay. I cook for um, anywhere between 50 and 70 children every day, breakfast, lunch, and a healthy snack. Um, I'm a service safe instructor and proctor, and I'm just a lover of life. I just love life. Mm-hmm. I love life. Uh, there's Amen. always something good ahead of us. There's yes. always something good ahead of us. But we lose, sometimes we, we lose focus of what's ahead because we're so focused on where we're at. And mm. we don't always see ahead, but it's there. It's there. Amen. 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 Yes. So what I want you to do tonight is talk about this fear of success leading to disobedience. And what has been your personal experience with this and I'm just going to turn it over to you and you let God give you the words that he wants the people to hear alright sounds good <laughs> um, fear of success most people or a lot of people have a fear of failure they won't try something because they don't want to fail at it they don't want to not complete it they don't want to not finish it so they don't start because they don't think they can finish it my fear was fear of success I was afraid if I start I'm going to make it and then what am I going to do see it's in that not knowing I know God's word will never fail or come back void so anything he puts for me to do is going to work but if you once again can't see it I couldn't see it Um, perfect example back when my oldest son was in um, high school God gave me a vision for a restaurant and I remember the vision because the colors were so ugly. And I was saying, oh, God, you sure this is my restaurant? Because I'm bright and colorful. And, <laughs> and these colors were brown, dark brown, burnt orange, yellow, white. I said, oh, those don't even look like they go together, you know. But yeah, he kept telling me that was my restaurant. Mm-hmm. And Tanya, I... I'm I'm pretty sure you remember our walk home from Daffin Park to your house. Yes. And we were walking. I had just told Tanya about the vision, which is years later. I told Tanya about the vision, I believe that was in 2015. Mm-hmm. Or 2016, somewhere up in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I had the vision was in 
the 1999 or something like that, you know? So we were walking and we looked in this building and we screamed the same colors, exactly how things were set up. That's what God showed me. There was a number on the restaurant. I called the number and this is where my fear took over. Mm. When I called the number, I asked the gentleman about the building. He said, oh, I just want to rent it out. That's not my bread and butter. I'm a contractor. That's what makes my money. I said, okay. So then the gentleman said, give me a price. Make me an offer. Y'all know what I did? I must sat down and I Mm -hmm. (laughs) I sat down and thought about that thing if I made this man I could have said $500 a month he didn't Mm -hmm. care Mm -hmm. but you know what I said what if I can't make $500 a month yeah what if I can't make $800 a month what if I give him a price and get in there and can't make the money to pay him what if no one comes to buy the food i was afraid to succeed i wasn't afraid to fail i was afraid to succeed because once again god gave me the vision so i'm going to get in there but when i get in there what then? Mm. Am I going to be able to stay? What, what am I going to do? Fear wow. of succeeding. So, the, that that building is still empty, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even after all these years, this is 2023. <laughs> yes. That building is still empty. Yes. And disobedience. God told me, matter of fact, not only did God tell me, there was a, a prophet we met, Tanya and I. Mm-hmm. And that, I was talking about leaving. Listen, so disobedient because here it is, God has given me a restaurant. I'm talking about moving to North Carolina. Yep. I forgot about that. And, <laughs> and the prophet of God said, walk into it. Mm. And I didn't. Mm. I didn't walk into it. I didn't. Fear of succeeding. If I get in, what if? See, it's the what if that kept playing in my head. Mm-hmm. God is going to put me there, but what if? What was going to happen when I get in there? I couldn't see. And I didn't have a strong enough faith to stand. So with that, like I said, the restaurant is still there. Mm -hmm. It went from that to God telling me to start a business. Well, Mm -hmm. 
I could start a business. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't do anything. So what's this business? He took me back to when I was in eighth grade. I, I started sewing in eighth grade. And he told me to go ahead and start making some prayer cloths and pray over them and give them to the people that need them. Mm-hmm. The people that are going through that are sick. It was about healing. Okay. Yeah. Now I heard God clearly. And and anytime he speaks to me, I hear him clearly. But I didn't do that. He mm-hmm. told me to help another man of God. He said, help the man of God. And that was it. Help the man of God. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. He told me to help the man of God. And I told me I need a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I helped the man of God a little bit. I had to work. <laughs> I was putting it the, the, on the job. And see, the enemy will use what you gravitate to. Mm. I gravitated to that job. I put that job before the man of God. Why? Because I have to do stuff. I need money to do what I need to see. That was the mentality then. Yes. And when I did that, I got sick. And I went in the hospital. I went to the hospital and I ended up, uh, they found, they found a, um, a, a blood clot in my lungs. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, I said, what is going on? And he said, I'm setting you down. Mm-hmm. So I was in the hospital for a little while. I came home, you know. And um, I still was working. <laughs> they they saved my job. I still had my job. I was working. Mm-hmm. The man of God, I was giving him some time. If he needed a flyer or something done like that, it still didn't hit me, you know. I'm right. still thinking I have to provide. I have to take care of me. And that's it you know so I ended up sick again didn't know what was wrong with me mm-hmm. and then I oh oh, I thought my iron was low that's what I thought my iron was low so you know sometimes when we don't have a doctor we'll go to the emergency room right and I'm telling y'all this because this has to do with disobedience mm-hmm. I go to the emergency room and the doctor looks at me and they do they draw blood and do lab work and then he says we're keeping you I said what I said no <laughs> look then I then I want to be honest look I just need some iron, a prescription for iron pills <laughs> 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 I just need just give me a prescription for some iron pills <laughs> because I knew the over-the-counter ones were, weren't what I needed right because I've been anemic all my life, so I kind of know. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said, um, 
we're keeping you. And I said, no, why are you keeping me? So he pulled my eyelid down, right? Mm-hmm. It was white. It was white. There was no pink, nothing. Mm-hmm. And he said, you see that? And I said, yeah, I see my eye. He said, no, look. He said, in the white, there's no pink. And okay. He mashed down on my fingernail. There was no pink. Mm. That doctor said, I have been losing blood for the last two years. Wow. I said, huh? He said, you're literally dying. Mm. I said, dying? I said, I can't be dying. <laughs> so anyway, they kept me. And they had to figure out where the blood was going because mm-hmm. it was leaving my body. Right. And um, they found where it was going. And then I had to stay out of work from, no, from, from August up until January of the next year show you how God does I was out of work all that time they saved my job I still had a job right but God said be still I had no choice but to be still then because guess what I'm I'm bedridden right I can't do anything. I couldn't lift anything. I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So, now the first time God said he going to set me down. The second time he said, be still. Guess what? Y'all think it was a third time? It was. Yeah. Still disobedient. Mm-hmm. I was driving cab. You ever have a talk with God and be like, listen, God, if you just let me, then mm-hmm. I will. Yeah. If you let me <laughs> do this, I'll do that. I had one of them conversations. The word says, it's better to not make a vow than mm. to make it and break it. Wow. Nobody told me, nobody taught me that word in the scripture. I ain't know that one. <laughs> so, I go, I got, I'm driving cab. The Lord said, stop driving at 12 o'clock. No later than one, but 12 o'clock. Well, that money was so good. I had, I would drive on the morning and I would get to the cab about 4, 4.30 in the morning. By 7 o'clock, I already had my cab rent and everything else was mine. I made some money. Y'all hear me? I made some money. But I was greedy. I didn't stop at 12 and 1. Sometimes I ain't stopped till 4 and 5 o'clock at night. So this particular day, coming down Waters Avenue and I kept saying it looked strange I had a friend of mine on the speakerphone he lives in Florida and I kept saying I said it looks mighty strange I hear something don't look right out here you know 
Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I'm sitting there and someone ran right into the back of me. And I, it shook me and I went to turn. I said, did somebody, now you, you're getting ready to, did somebody just hit me and you turned? And when I turned, all I could do was scream. Wow. I have never felt pain like that. But that came from disobedience. Mm. When I got to the hospital and I was laying in that hall and I said, Jesus, help me. I said, God, why is this happening to me? He said, next time is death. Mm. And that that was in March. And the anointed line was birthed out in April. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because, listen, I said, death, I don't want to die naturally, neither spiritually. Right. And, and I didn't know, but out of disobedience, my disobedience was so blatant. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like I was sneaking or, I mean, blatant disobedience. So I, my, my words to live by, people say it's better um, to be obedient than to sacrifice. It's better to, how does it go? Let me think, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm mixing it up now. It's better. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Right. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You can sacrifice your life, your children, money, material things, but that obedience is far greater than any sacrifice we can give because God sacrificed Jesus for us. Mm Mm-hmm. And we don't have Jesus to sacrifice. So therefore, we our sacrifice is good, but it does not take the place of obedience. When God tells me to move, I move. Sometimes I say, oh, my God. You know, when he, he'll tell me to do something and, and I know uh, it's out of my comfort zone. I say, oh my God, but guess what? I don't tarry in that. Mm-hmm. Because I know the consequence. Two surgeries, <laughs> um, a car accident, and a blood clot in my lung. Listen, I don't play with God. My, my, my. Obedience. We have to be obedient because if we can't be obedient, how can he trust us? Yes. Mm. See, we, oh, I trust God. Oh, I love God. But <laughs> when do we say, God, you can trust me? You can tell me. And I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Because I love and trust you. Yes. Obedience. My, 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 uh, 
failure to succeed with the restaurant led to my disobedience of walking into it. Not saying it might not come back around because like I said, it's still empty. But Mm -hmm. when it comes back around, now you have to do more than what I would have had to do had I been obedient the first time. And we don't always get a second chance. We don't always get a second chance. You have to jump. When God says jump, Mm. even when you can't see what you're jumping into, if you trust God, you jump. If he says run, you don't know what you're running into. If you trust God, you run. Because your obedience is going to carry you through whatever is in front of you. Your obedience. My company has been here since 2017. And he constantly adds to it. And I always say, you know, people say, God, enlarge. Give me more. Mm-hmm. More. I didn't ask for more. <laughs> I didn't ask for more. Because I didn't think I could handle more. But not one time did I say, no. Amen. I'm not going to do it. Every time. Even not knowing not knowing that it's it's I won't say I don't know it's going to work because I know it's going to work because he tells me how to make the healing products so I know it's going to work right I don't know what's going to come next make the oil to help people with high blood pressure I make the oil according to God's recipe, not mine. And when I did that, that was all I did. I didn't know what else to do because I I didn't know what was to come. But I trust God and I made it. Obedience. No longer will fear cause me to disobey God and that's where we all have to get and I won't say you can oh just do it yeah I can say that now but when I look back I didn't just do it right you know I hope this helps someone to just do it. I hope this helps someone to have to that where they don't have to go through being in the hospital, where they don't have to go through being in pain because you're being disobedient. Mm-hmm. That's not the life that God has for us. All right. Jesus did not die for us to be disobedient to the Father. That was not the purpose of Jesus' death. That's right. You know, so we just have to, it's a mind thing too. 
because some people might not even know that they're afraid to succeed because everybody thinks fear is I'm scared to do this no I'm not scared to do it but when I do it then what right even if you do it and it doesn't come out the way you think it should come out if you're following what God said it's gonna work no matter what yes. no matter what it's, God cannot fail mm-hmm. see we think of it oh it's supposed to be this way or that way Mm-mm. it's supposed to be his way and that's it so, the fear has to we have to step on it we have to keep it down under us under our feet so right. that we can walk into what God has for us obediently mm-hmm. fear will cause us to feel disobedient every time yes. every time every time I've sat I've sat in an office when I was I had a second job as a receptionist and I sat in the office and there was a a a lady she's a doctor she would come in and every time I saw her God would tell me to say something and I'd be like this lady don't want to hear this Mm. you know she was there to do one thing. She wasn't there for me, you know what I mean? And uh, I think it was the second day. And I said, God, forgive me for being disobedient, right? right. And I said, if she comes in today, not knowing the lady was already in there, I said, if she comes in the other day, I'm going to tell her what you said. Mm soon as I said that to God, guess what? The lady came out the back and said, hey, Abraham, how you doing? I could have hit the floor. <laughs> I said, no, God didn't do this. And so, guess what? She was on her way out the door and I said, can I tell you something? <laughs> and she said, you want to tell me? And yeah, can I tell you something? And I told her what God said. Mm. And I said, I don't know <laughs> any of this that I'm telling you, but this is what God is saying to tell you. And I make sure people know it's God. Yeah. Because I, that lady looked at me and I thought, sure, she was getting ready to tell me all. I had to sat down and brace myself, you know? Yeah. And she said, April, you got to hear from God. She mm. said she's told no one what I said to her. Wow. And I said, Lord, I'm not going to keep being disobedient. Yes. Our obedience could be someone's freedom. Mm. Our obedience could be someone's life jacket. Yes. But every time we let fear creep in, 
it diminishes God. And that's the worst thing we could do. That's right. If I had, if I could find the number to the gentleman that owns that restaurant, I would call him right now. Right now, I would call him because I still have a chance to fix a disobedient and and do right by God. Mm. Because like I said, we don't always get a second chance. So when you have a chance to please God, do it. If you need to build your faith, build your faith. Because Mm -hmm. faith, it takes faith. It takes faith to step out into the unknown. It takes faith to walk up to a stranger and say, well, God is telling me to tell you this. It takes faith to sit down and make a product for an issue that you don't even have. That's the faith I have now. I have that, that now faith. Because mm-hmm. in that now, that's where the miracle happens. In that now faith, that's where the miracle happens. Because that's where the disobedience, I mean, that's where the obedience is. That's mm-hmm. when you can say, God, you telling me to do, um, let me go <laughs> right now. Because that's now faith. Father God, I'm obedient to you now. Never mind next week. Never mind last week. But now, I'm obedient. In my now faith, that kills the fear of not succeeding. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Wow. That was a lot, and I know it came from the heart and through life experience. Um, And sometimes those things that we learn, we learn through life experience. People could tell us, but until we experience and see for ourselves, it's best to listen and and follow God when he tells us something the first time instead of going through the various trials that we can go through when our head is hard. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you got that lesson. I'm glad you got that now faith. And I see yes. it. You're moving in it. I see the change. I see um, how God is really opening doors for you. One yes, of those doors yes, is coming up on Saturday. Could you tell us a little bit about that door? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Saturday. At 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. I have a chat. It's called Sip, Chat, and Chew with Different yeah. Points of View. The concept is to get away from phoniness, from editing, being careful how we say things, what we say, this, that, and the other. People want real. Get, yes. You know, people are so tired of being patty-caked because mm-hmm. 
you patty cake them and then you send them out the door and then they lost and 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 then they're vulnerable to that world Mm -hmm. so what god has given me i have some topics and and i appreciate any topics that uh anyone would like to hear discussed and get a different point of view because it's it's not just my point of view excuse me i have a co-host it's her point of view and then we have guests that come on and then they have their point of view so you could get a variety you know um and nine times out of ten none are going to be the same you know everybody has their own opinion about stuff but it just gives you a different insight so anyway the 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 um gist of it is i have a box and i open the box and there's papers in the box and i pull out one they're folded well that's the topic for discussion we never know what we're going to talk about Mm-hmm. We never know what topic I'm gonna pull, right? But you're gonna get it raw and uncut and real. So the first, our first one, we knew the topic. Our first one was um, looking the part versus being yourself. Right, and that one was awesome. And, and that, thank you so much. Um. And, and I believe we helped people to understand or have a different outlook on, you know, don't judge people. Don't right. judge people because you don't know, you know. And, and I had an issue. I used to judge people, <laughs> you know. Why why they act like that? <laughs> but <laughs> you don't know why they act like that. Right. So right. that was the first one. And then so Saturday at 11 o'clock on Facebook Live, sit chat and chew with different points of view and only god knows what this um topic is gonna be we don't know um, i'm excited yeah i am excited so you all that's all on favor we have 20 people listening to, to this live right now so if you all have facebook and most people do have facebook Put it in sip, chat, and chew, and it'll come up, and you will be able to listen to that um, episode on Saturday, and and it's in a event page, so you will also be able to see the first one, the one that her and her co-host did um, a week and a half ago. So just yes. follow her, um, follow sip, chat, and chew. I am following them. I pray, Lord willing, I'm going to be right there listening. I have a meeting later that day, but I don't think the two are going to collide. So I plan on supporting. Um, and mostly you can listen and tell that we know each other. April is my cousin, close cousin. So yeah, we yes. support each other. And and I, I, I know God uses her mightily. And like I said, I do see the change. I see she's following God and not saying she wasn't before but it's not that fear of succeeding but she's open to what God has for her and what he wants to do in her life but in saying that now what is this oil for blood pressure that I'm just hearing about yeah so no yeah (laughs) 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 I don't know why I'm just hearing about this now 
But I thought you knew. How? You ain't told me nothing. <laughs> I thought I did when we went to eat. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I said. Get it out now. We can hear about the oil for blood pressure. We're listening. Go ahead. I'm not going to interrupt because okay, I just don't know why we're just hearing, but go ahead. God says that when we go to the doctor, they always treat an issue. They treat a thing, right? He right. says... But he said, if you cut your finger, right, mm-hmm. what do you do? And I said, I'll put my finger under the water, run water on it, hold it up, wrap tissue around it, hold it tight to stop the bleeding. He said, yes. He said, and then what do you do? I said, put some neosporin on it and a bandage. Mm-hmm. He said, right. And then what do you do? I said, well, we was always taught <laughs> by the old people, don't need the bandage on. Let the air get to it. So yes. you only have it bandaged for maybe a day, right? And then we have to let the air get to it. And then he said, okay, and then what are you doing? And I was thinking, what do I do? He said, nothing. He said, because the body will heal. Mm. If you block the triggers. The neosporin is a trigger blocker. That's wow. why our finger, whatever we cut or whatever, it heals. And, and if you think about it, it heals. So what makes that different from anything else in our body? Hmm. We have to block triggers. Our bodies are designed to heal. It's just not, it might not be as quickly as we would like it to be. Right. But our bodies will heal. So right. <clears throat> I said, okay, God, well, I said, now that you done gave me all of that, what, 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 what now? So he told me what oils to put together. Mm. And I was doubting. I said, well, how am I know? And he said, do you trust me? Mm. And that's when the doubt left. Because yes, I trust God completely. So here I go, putting these oils together. My sister called me. And she said, what are you doing? And I said, girl, I'm sitting here with these oils that God done told me to put in this bottle. (laughs) And I'm putting it in there. And she said, What's it for? I said, high blood pressure. I said, but um, I won't be able to tell if it's working. You know, how much mm-hmm. I need or whatever. Now, mind you, all I was doing was mixing it. So I told her, I said, boy, I feel real lightheaded. You know, after I feel I'm about to fall off this chair. So she said, what? I said, yeah. She said, well, are you almost finished or you need to stop and take a break? I said, girl, no, I'm almost finished. I said, so I'm just going to go ahead until I'm done. Mm-hmm. She said, nothing. That's what we're going to put on your headstone. I'm going to go ahead and finish till I'm done. I said, what you talking about? She said, you have low blood pressure. 
So if you're feeling lightheaded, that means your pressure is going even lower. Mm-hmm. God was showing me that. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, he's showing me he's working. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's working because you just said you lightheaded. You feel like you're about to fall. And I had on gloves. So all I was doing was inhaling what I was mixing because uh-huh. I was breathing. Yes. It, I, it never touched me. So just breathing it in was lowering my blood pressure. Just breathing it. And I was amazed, to say the least. And then I said, this is the anointing. This is not, this is not just, you know what I mean? Like, this is not just somebody saying, oh, I got some blood pressure that'll help some medicine something I make that'll help you. You know what I mean? Like, my my thing was always, you know, back in the old days, they had the people that put the um, the liquor in the bottle and said it was an elixir. Mm-hmm. So, something like, um, what's his name? You can't lose with the stuff. You can't oh. lose with the stuff I use. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Reverend Ike. Yes. <laughs> So, I think (laughs) I think about people like that. I don't know if Reverend Ike was anointed to do what he was doing and to say what he was saying. Right. But my grandma had all his coins and rags and stuff. Mm -hmm. My grandma did. Yeah. And I don't know what they was for. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but um, like God to tell me for people that um have trouble sleeping, I can make a spray or I can do a bath bomb. Um I can do a a prayer cloth that they put in their pillow, in between the pillow and the pillowcase. Mm-hmm. And it'll help them to rest. Wow. Um, someone fighting uh, with, with with sugar. There's certain oils. I have an oil. I haven't made it in a long time. I was literally, literally giving it away because I couldn't figure like how do you and that's another thing. God told me I have a business, but then I say, how do you put a price on the anointing? Mm. See, I, I I don't get, you know what I mean now? So a lot of things I just take donations for because I mm. cannot per se put a price on a healing product that God told me to make. and through the Holy Spirit and you know God's authority and power you know how do Mm -hmm. you 
certain things, like certain things I cannot put a price on. Other things, yes, I have a price for. But, um, yeah, it's, it's until God tells me differently, I have to keep it that way. A lot of people say, oh, if you value this and that, you put a price on it. Well, everything is not about money. I value a soul mm-hmm. being healed and knowing God did it and, and recognizing Jesus' power and authority through the Holy Spirit in me. That's what I value. Don't see me. See God. See the Holy Spirit in me. See mm-hmm. what? Um, see, see the healing that it brings. And know. And know that it, you got to have a relationship with God and you have to accept Christ as your Savior. That's what I want people to know. It's 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 them it's not me I'm the willing vessel I'm <clears throat> I was the one he chose for whatever reason because I that I can't even you know recollect why <laughs> you know but he right. chose me right. and because he did I'm going to do you know my candles there's 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 something going on with the candles I haven't gotten all of it yet but there's he's he's working on me with these candles there's something more coming with the candles there's Mm -hmm. a a health line um, anointed and fit because we was laughing one day Um, I said if, if my apostle tells me to run around the church guess what I ain't gonna make it <laughs> I ain't gonna make it <laughs> I might make it up one side <laughs> that's gonna be it <laughs> so we have to get healthy mm-hmm. not just skinny not just uh, shapely we need to be healthy right um, I'm in the process of getting this realignment diet together mm. because I'm going to be healthy. Yes, I'm going to be healthy, yes. and 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 we all can be healthy. We all can get off of medication. Mm-hmm. We all can live a whole and healthy life. And all we have to do is find out what it takes. See, everything is a process. It's not necessarily going to happen overnight. The blood pressure oil, the oil for the blood pressure, it weans you off of the pill. So see, even that's a process. But just imagine if you if you use the oil and then you eat something, you know, a, a herb or a vegetable, or you drink a tea. I make the healing teas. You drink mm-hmm. a tea while using the oil. 
Listen, God has put everything here for us. We just have to tap back into it because our grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, they knew. Right. They knew. We lost it, but we have to tap back into it. Mm. And once we tap back into it, that's going to be our answer. And anyone that wants to go on the journey with me, I know me and my cousin going on this journey. Anyone else wanting to go on the journey, come on and join us. Come on and join us. It'll be worth it in the end. Amen. Amen. So I don't ran my mouth. No, no, no. We right at a little over ten minutes. So in these last few minutes, I want you to tell our audience how they can get in touch with you to learn about these exciting things that you're doing and, and get on that health journey as well. And and so that they can learn everything you do because you do a lot so how can they get in touch with you um the best way is through my email info at anointedline.com that's info at a-n-o-i-n-t-e-d l-i-n-e dot C-O-M. Um, or or you can reach me on my phone. And that number is 912-666-7030. Um, a lot of times, if you call, you might not even have to say anything. Because God might already tell me. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but there are times, and right. and you can reach me if if you don't get me, you can leave a message and I'll get right back with you. Uh, same thing with the email. Any questions? My Facebook page, theanointedline dot com. Uh, I mean, theanointedline. You hear me? Talk about dot com. My Facebook page is theanointedline. <laughs> um. Instagram, the anointed line, everything is the anointed line, and you can right. look and see some of the things I do. Mm-hmm. Just good stuff, just good stuff. And since you're on this platform as well, because you're able to get messages through the Wisdom app, those the 30 people now that they're listening, if you're interested, you could just message her on this app as well. So, well, my friend. Cousin, it's 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 been a thrill. Most of the stuff I knew, but then learning all this awesomeness that you're doing, I'm I'm gonna have to check you out and see what's going on. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, because all those things you named are stuff that I'm struggling with currently, presently. So I am right. surely well. Uh, well I, I, I have a surprise for you Saturday. Don't worry. Oh, I'm getting. I love surprises. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes, sometimes. but on oh, yeah, from you, I, I think I, I love the surprise. But usually, I want to know what it is. But I'm not gonna want to know what it is. I'll just wait on the surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
any final words yep. you want to say before we close out? Just please, please, please let let uh, let my life experiences be an example to you as far as being obedient. Never let the fear take over and cause you to be disobedient. Build up your faith. Build up your faith. Even if you have to talk yourself through it, build it up. Build it up knowing that you can whatever you can. And with that, when God tells you, you won't have a problem doing it. And therefore, that fear be under your feet and you'll carry on in obedience. Yes, yes. Love it. Love you can it. do it. it. Yes, you can do it. You can do it. You we can, can do, do it. Because we're in this together. So we can take yes. this journey together to healthiness and getting off medication. Because medication is just a band-aid. It covers it up. But the problem is still there. So we want to be totally healthy and, and able to really enjoy this life that God has given us and not be subjected to stopping and pausing and remembering to take medications and the medications always have side effects so we we want to yeah i didn't know that it was gonna go this way but god makes no mistakes even in this getting this information out about and that's another thing we have to trust even herbal remedies because those were the remedies before it was medication <laughs> they, we, right. we did herbs right. and teas I remember my grandmama talking about uh, I think it's life, life everlasting tea and used to give uh-huh. us those we were little and we didn't have colds and if she heard us coughing she gave us castor oil you know it was natural stuff that yes. and I'm in a different generation we're in our 50s so Somewhere along the line, before it got to the latter generation, we it was easier to go to the store and, and get stuff. And then we fell into that prescription trap of medicines. So we want mm-hmm. to get free of that and really live our life on purpose and not have a fear of success and live a life of yeah. obedience. So April, I thank you so much for being on and all the information that you gave and just sharing your experience as well because we can give information but until we share those parts of ourselves where people can say you know she ain't just saying it she telling us her part too it's easier to really receive the information when it's not one-sided so thank you for sharing that vulnerability with what you went through in the fear of disobedience and i hope you find that man's number if god leads you that way and you know see if if the offer would be the same to make an offer (laughs) that would be awesome right yeah so we thank the 30 people that was listening you all reach out to april mixon jones if you're interested in any of the information that she shared for my regular listeners that will listen on wednesday please do the same she gave all of her information i'll probably have some of her links in the description so that it'll be easier you won't have to find it yourself you could just click the link so if you would like to send an email send it to a woman's soul restored at gmail.com the website is www.livelifenowlovelifenow.net and of course the page, the facebook page is a woman's soul restored and if you would like to be a guest send me an email i'd like to hear from you 
And I'd like to hear your thoughts on this episode as well. So for Woman's Soul Restored, this is LaTanya Hendry with guest April Mixon-Jones, and we wish you a blessed rest of the week. Be blessed. Be blessed. Amen. Thank you again, April. Thank you. You're welcome. Everybody have a good night. Good night.